What's up, buddy? Welcome to the AJ Bucon Podcast. This is episode 19, Man with the Plan. Uh, I am really excited uh, for this podcast um, for a lot of different reasons. Um, at the time that you know that we recorded this, we were about a week or so away from starting school again and I don't mean distance learning wise I mean heading back into the classroom um, on September the 8th I'm very excited about it um, a little bit nervous about it um, but I'm ready to go We're ready to see w- what we can do um, you know I think we're all taking our precautions and um, being very careful um, I think the students are are going to be taking it seriously and I think everyone wants us to be back in school uh, and uh, we're going to see how this goes. Uh, can we be uh, safe? Can we take necessary precautions? Can we overcome any kind of fears uh, that we have uh, regarding this uh, pandemic and uh, the need for us to go back to school? Um, the young man uh, that I have on the podcast today is a senior at uh, Central Catholic High School. His name is Spencer Helms. Uh, I knew Spencer back, I first met Spencer back when he was a sophomore. He was in my homeroom and, you know, this year I have him in class um, for AP English uh, his senior year. Um, and I reached out to him and I said, hey, Spencer, do you want to be on the podcast? And he was definitely, he definitely wanted to do it. Um, as I was naming this podcast, you know, I was trying to you know, find just the right words, you know, I was looking at optimistic, um, leadership, you know, something having to do with optimistic leadership and a success story, etc. And nothing just seemed to fit. But, you know, what, what struck me, you know, with this episode is that um, Spencer is definitely a man with a plan for his future. And I think he is very realistic about going back to school. He's very realistic about uh, what they're going to be able to do on the football team. Um, and, uh, you know, he's, he has a lot of very interesting things to say. So um, I want to go ahead and get this thing started. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, this is my interview with uh, Spencer Helms. All right, I am here with Spencer Helms, senior at Central Catholic High School. I'm going to see if I get all of your accolades right, okay? Um, senior at Central Catholic High School. I think I've said that already. Um, national Honor Society. Um, that's just the big National Honor Society, but also probably history. Oh, okay, math. You're not in math? No. Okay, not move. Hopefully. No, okay. Um, SGA president? Whoa. Sitting down with the president for an interview. Um, Three-year starter on the football team or four-year starter? Going into year two. Year so two is a starter. Did you play your freshman, sophomore year? I lettered both years, yes. You lettered both? So this is like your second year starting? Yes. Okay, okay. Um Aren't you a preseason second pick? team all state? Yeah. Second team all state. So I'm sitting here with someone pretty um, 
pretty famous around the area. Am I right? Uh, if that's what you say. <laughs> that's what I say. Um, hey, it, it, we're getting ready to start the, the school year, and I know you have to be excited about it. Um, how are you? I'm just going to ask you to be real here. How are you feeling right now? Like about everything that's going on? Uh, there's definitely, I have a sense of excitement to come back. I mean, we've been out since March 13th, 14th, whatever date that was that schools went and shut down, but it's definitely exciting to be back. And, you know, as long as we take precautions and follow the guidelines and do what we have to do, hopefully we're able to stay in school and learn in person because that's what, I think that's what everybody really wants. What was it like for you um, last year? Like for me, you know, I taught all the seniors last year. I had one junior class, but it was really difficult for a lot of them because they lost the tail end of their senior year, lost out on a lot of things. And so um, what was it like for you back in March when we went to distance learning and we weren't in school? What was a, a daily experience for Spencer Helms? I mean, to start – um, when schools were shut down for two or three weeks. I mean, everybody, I think, kind of expected it just to last two or three weeks. Nobody really thought that Friday or Thursday in March would be our last day until September 8th or the last day at Central for some of those seniors. It was it was difficult. I mean, you know, it's nice to be able to be at home, not be at school, but it, eventually you just want to get out and see your friends, see your teachers, especially at Central. We have such great teachers here and um, that really care about their students. To be able to work with them in person and learn here in this building that's got such great tradition, is it's special. Was there anything that was frustrating to you about the distance learning other than, you know, not seeing your teachers or your um, friends, et cetera? I wouldn't say frustrating. Um, I would say it was difficult. It was difficult to be able to, you know, have to have the self-discipline to sit down and focus and not be distracted by TV or right. whatever else you wanted to do. Right, right. So over the summer, you know, everyone, we've just been wondering when school's going to open, et cetera. What's been going through your mind all summer? Like, how do you, how does someone prepare, like a student, prepare for a school year that you're not even sure may happen. I mean, this is your senior year, and like, there's so much uncertainty about it. How do you how do you get in the right frame of mind for that? For me, at least, it was um, not getting completely overexcited about coming back, knowing the possibilities of what could happen. I mean, we're a week away now from coming back, so it looks rather okay that we're going to at least start. Um, but over the summer, it's a thought that you know, will we go back? And if we do go back, how long will we go back? We all hope that we get to stay in till May and have our graduation, have a prom, but that all depends on, you know, how things play out in the next few months. So it's really a thought of anticipation mixed with nervousness yeah. about how, how this year will go. And are, do you have anything like, I know, you know, Central's doing all kinds of different things this year. What do you know that's going on at Central that maybe like I'm kind of into that or that's something I'm excited about, like uh, just even in the classes or even, you know, the setup around the school? Anything that you can share with everyone? You know, um, the new scheduling is definitely different and it's going to be difficult to adapt to, but I think it's for the best. Um, to You'll be able to spend more time in one class, be able to focus more on one subject every day, which I think is which I think is really good. Right. Um, because when you have seven periods a day, you're kind of scattered all around. 
thinking about what test you have in the eighth period and what test you might have in sixth period. It, it gets it gets difficult. What are you worried about with the schedule? Are you worried about like I know it's seventy five minutes long, right? Right. Like going from forty five minutes to set that's tacking on an extra seventy five forty. What, an extra 30 minutes or so? Yeah, I think that's that's going to take some patience and some adjusting to. Okay. How so? What are you going to have to adjust to in that, that situation? I wouldn't say I'm a, uh, that I have issues in patience and sitting around for a while, but it's definitely going to be something when you sit for 45 minutes through a lecture, sometimes that's difficult. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. when you have a 75-minute, that's going to be even more. But yeah. as long as we're back, that's what matters. Yeah, I agree with you. I um when I was down in North Carolina, we actually, when I first moved down there to start teaching, the um, we were on this, like, the seven-period day, like that. And it was just, you know, you go, go, even as a teacher, just go, 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 go. It's the same thing as a student. You feel like you're just, like, grinding through the whole day until, and you're just exhausted by the end of the day. And it's hard to juggle all of your classes and all of your homework. And uh, probably about, after about um, seven years there, uh, the school system decided to go into what is called a four by four schedule, which was actually it's very similar to this, but it was you would have four classes one semester exclusively, just four classes. The classes were 90 minutes long. Then once you finished that one class, you had four different classes the next semester. So you would you would actually have uh, more opportunity to take more classes. So you would have eight classes all year, but they were like 90 minute classes. And one of the things that we had to do as teachers was say, we cannot stand in front of you and lecture. You know, I've never been a big person on lecturing. I can't, you know, you'll find out this year. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't talk for 45 minutes. Um, I don't think I have ever spoken for 45 minutes in a classroom. Um, and the challenge is there, but the big issue is like, um, being able to do interactive activities with the students. But for me, the challenge is going to be like, how do we interact in a classroom where everyone has to be six feet apart and everyone's wearing masks? That's, that's going to be the challenging part for me. So it's going to be like, um, it's going to be a challenge for me as well when we come back. I'm not actually worried about it. I'm looking forward to the schedule. I think you as students will like it. Um, the big change is going to be, you know, the rotation and learning how that works. But, um, you know, if done right and if teachers kind of embrace that time and, I mean, can't lecture for 40, <laughs> can't lecture for 45 minutes, um, you have to be able to do something else other than that. And so I think that's going to be the real trick right now. I think um, I think central students will be open to trying different things, right? Yeah, I think so. You think so? Yeah. You think so? Um what about I, I know you're playing football this year? Don't you have your first game? Well, by the time this airs, you would have had your first game on Saturday, right? Right. Against Polka, because right Saturday. Um, what are you feeling on the football team? Tell us what that has been like practicing in this environment. Because I think you know we read about in the news, but hearing about it from a a player, like take me through a. a football practice for for us well on a, on a typical season we would um report to the athletic center in the gym and um you know go through team meetings whatever it would be that day group position meetings before we would head to practice and 
run through our normal practice, but in the age of COVID, um, there is no reporting to the gym. Our team meetings are limited, and um, what we do together is limited, which is odd because at Central, we are a lot about family, especially in the football program. Coach Young does a great job of incorporating that into it as, fam- as that we're a family. Um, Coach Young's been super cautious. Um, coaches and masks, which is a state rule, and um, you know we should be wearing masks as much as we can when we're not participating participating excuse me um it's different it's different but it's as much normal as we're going to get now if you do are you doing contact practices now yeah we are in contact practices. Okay, now how does that does that is contact practice the way it has always been or do you have to do it differently now um it's definitely rather normal but we're limiting as much contact as we can okay. um you know the bare necessities mm-hmm. had form um fundamentals as much as we can does that worry you at all like if you have a since you have a game coming up that you haven't done enough enough like contact drills prior to that doesn't worry me as much as that our practice time was cut down two weeks um at the beginning of the season so that's that's valuable time to get in shape and install stuff and plays that that's what worries me more not as much as the contact part of it now who's your position coach um, I have th- three. Three? Um, Coach Jim Wolf, okay. um, Coach Phil Pest, mm-hmm. and um, uh, the great Chance Sabita. Oh. Yeah. He's a, <laughs> he's a troublemaker, isn't he? No, I'm just joking. So do you work with all of them individually, or because of COVID, are you having to work with them as a, as um, a group? It will depend on the day. Typically, mm-hmm. Coach Wolf and Coach Sabita worked together on pretty much everything. Um, Coach Pest is sometimes involved there, right. sometimes not. Depends on the day, what we're, what team we're playing, okay. wh- what we need to put in. Any goals for the? I mean, clearly, you want to play for a state championship, and hopefully, right. we'll um, everyone will continue to be safe, and we'll do what we need to do so we can have that opportunity. Um, d- any like personal goals for you uh, this season? Probably, I mean, I would like to be All-State, so that's definitely a personal goal of mine is to work at that and um, get recognized as All-State. But I think a more important goal than that is just be a good leader, be a good captain. This is difficult. There's a lot of uncertainty, but um, these captains that we have, the six of us, we've been around for a while in this program, and we know what it takes. We've seen what it takes. Um, so we, being good leaders is really the biggest goal, I think, of this season. You talk about leadership. What's the – is there a big difference between being a leader on a football team and the the student government leader, the president? I think there's a difference, yeah. How so? Um, leading a football team, there's a – everybody's got a same goal in mind. It should have a same goal in mind. At least we do. Um, we all know what we want. We have a lot of the same interests. We're playing the same sport. We're together, whatever, three hours a day, five days a week, sometimes six. Um, and when you're in school, it's different. There's more people. So you're going to have a diverse opinions, um, diverse goals. And you have to be able to be supportive of everything and hear everyone out. And that's definitely something you do in football, too. But a lot of the things you're going to hear on the football team will be the same in from different people. Right, right. right. So do you, uh, as a, as the SGA president, do you have anything that um, that you would like to accomplish as a school this year in terms of maybe a senior class, a student body? Is there anything that, like, it, 
with your class, your generation, with er- with everything that's going on in the world, is there anything that you want to maybe accomplish by the end of the year? Um, I wouldn't give it as a concrete goal, but something that the senior student council officers have talked about a lot um, is working with Mrs. Sancombe and um, the Wheeling Social Justice Allies with Lindsley and Wheeling Park and being able to assist in that however we need to combat racism and become an anti-racist environment. How do you, uh, that organization, what do you know about that or like what what do you kind of like, what's Spencer's vision for this? What would you like to see happen? Uh, I would like to see that these this Wheeling community, um, Lindsley, Wheeling Park, and Central, that we work together. I mean, we're rivals in different times, city rivalries. It's, it is how it is. And um, but when we can come together for an issue that's greater than ourselves, that's something that's it's big. And if we can work to understand what people are going through, um, what troubled communities, troubled people are going through, and help them, that's definitely something we want to root be rooted in. What's something just personally that like clearly you, you, you're passionate about this. What's something that you're worried about um, in the community or in the world itself in regards to racism or social justice? Something like, you know what, this bothers me. Um, something that bothers me definitely is the way we treat others. Um, whether it's the same race or a different race, um, everybody is a human being and everybody has dignity. And as a Christian Catholic school, we're taught, we're taught that. And sometimes it's not exhibited in different environments. And we should be encouraging that, um, not ignoring it, not discouraging it, but bringing awareness, um, supporting movements that support equality and support peace is what we should be, right. um, what I would like to see. That's good. That, how can, what is something that like, um, when you look around the student body, I think for the most part, most of the students treat I think most people around here treat one another with a great deal of respect. Um, But what's something that you think maybe like this is how we as a senior class, we could get um, leave our legacy um, here at Central? Um, We've had a lot of discussions about legacy Mm -hmm. in this class is legacy. Um, We've done uh, we've seen a lot of great things done and we've done a lot of great things at Central. Mm -hmm. And um, I think our large legacy that we want is um, be known as the class that was kind, friendly, accepting, loving, mm-hmm. just being overall good people. If we can be good people, we've succeeded. Right. So you think uh, like this year, you'll also probably be known if we can kind of navigate through this whole mess of coming back to school and we can stay in school five days a week. Um, you know, that can be a big testament uh, to your class. Definitely being able to do that Um, because it's going to be I think it's going to be hard work. Um, I think everyone's a little bit worried um, about, you know, contact tracing and uh, everything else that's going on. Um, Is there anything that that you're worried about in particular in regards to like the COVID experience, like what's going to be going on in the schools, things that you can that you're concerned about? Um, I wouldn't say that's anything. I'm not concerned for my health. Right. Um, or anything like that. The only thing that concerns me is staff health and mm-hmm. um, keeping our teachers healthy. Um, young people are typically safer from COVID-19, right. but um, nobody wants to see anybody get sick. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Now, do you have you have grandparents at home? Uh, not that live with me. No. Okay. Where do they live? Are they um, in the area? Yeah. All of my grandparents live in the valley. Okay. So have you, um, over the course of the summer, have you been able to spend as much time with them as you'd like, or have you been trying to keep 
like a social distance from them. I wouldn't say we've been able to spend as much time as we'd like together. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've done some things that we could um, to see them. Um, but we have to keep them safe. Um, yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. They're vulnerable. Does it worry you at all? And I, I guess like to me, if we're going to you know, really talk about this, um, I'm not so much worried about myself. You know what I mean? Like in my mind, Spencer, um, I have a vision of what I'm going to be able to do in the classroom and how I'm going to try to make it interesting. Um, I hope that we can stay in school, but I know what I'm going to do if I have to go online. But um, I'm not worried so much about taking care of myself. I'm worried about like, you know, you know, if I have to hand out papers, I'm sanitizing, giving you some papers, collecting them. I'm sanitizing before I pick them up. You know, I, you know, I'm trying to be careful. I've got different masks that I want to use. You know, they gave us some of those plastic shields. I don't want to overdo it, but I also want to make sure I'm taking care of myself because I have my mother at home, and you know, I don't want to bring anything home to her. Um, so I'm not worried about myself. I'm going to be really careful. Are you at all worried about other people? And like, you know, to me, if I could, like, yes, in school, it, it's a different. It's going to be different. Like this week, we're all kind of working around here. But when we start putting like 10 students in a classroom or 15 students in a classroom, it's different. Do you ever worry about like other people following the guidelines and doing what they do to make sure that we have a safe school? I mean, absolutely. It's definitely a concern that, you know, we have to listen and we have to do what we have to do, even if you don't like it. Mm -hmm. But I I trust my classmates and I trust, you know, everybody in Central that we're going to follow through on the guidelines and we're going to do what we have to do because this is a family and we love to be together. But um, we're together just six feet apart. Right. So, yeah, yeah, it's definitely something uh, that concerns me, but I think we'll be okay. Do your friends have those uh, similar concerns? Um, I think largely my friends want to stay in school, and they're going to do everything they have to do to stay here in the building. That's good. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what I I keep telling people, you know, is I think Central is a a, a very special community. I think – I really think that the students are going to come back in and do what they need to do to stay in school. I don't want to – I mean, last year that was just mind-numbing to me, even as a teacher. I've talked about this before on the podcast, just, you know, not being able to see students every day. And, you know, it's just it's not the way that I want to teach. And I know that it's not the way that um, all of you want to learn. So it's, um, yeah, I hope we're going to be able to do that. Anything else on your mind? You you listen to any kind of good music lately? Any good movies? Oh. Anything you binge watched um, on Netflix or anything like that? I've been watching uh, The West Wing on Netflix. Okay, All uh, right. with Martin Sheen and mm-hmm. uh, Selling Sunset, a real estate drama okay, on Netflix. It's a Netflix series. It's okay. pretty good. All right. I think that's all I've been watching on Netflix. Really, there's eight seasons of The West Wing, so I gotta take my time there. Okay, well that sounds good. Um. I read um, White Fragility in the Age of Racism and talking about Whoa, um, okay. how white people combat racism mm-hmm. over the summer. Um, now, did you choose that book yourself or did you find it somewhere? Or I'm uh, not saying you can't choose your own book, but did someone recommend it to you? Or did you just... I saw it as recommended on social media, okay. so I cool. went for it. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we'll probably – yeah, I, I think it's good that um, – Young people like you are able to go out and say, this is what I want to read. I want to make my own choices about this. I want to find things that are going to help me understand the world a little bit better. And I think that's important that we do that 
here right. at Central. Um, I don't know about those two shows. I don't Netflix that was or not Netflix West Wing. That's like ten seasons long, isn't it? Yeah, and they're hour episodes. <sighs> I I just finished The Office this summer. I'd never just watched. now. Yes, I never watched it. Mrs. Noor kept telling me you have to watch The Office. You have to. You won't get any of these jokes. I did. I I made it through, and they it's a good show. I I'm shocked that I never watched it before. But I never. Yeah, I just started at the end of last year. I started watching it. And I have you watched uh, Parks and Recreation? No, isn't that's that a like, good one too. Isn't that the same thing as The Office? I like, think I think it's better. <sighs> I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I think yeah. it's better. Yeah. Anyhow, I don't know. Now I'm trying to find another show to get started on. I started watching that. Um, Oh, it's on HBO. Um, oh, gosh. See, that's why I, I can't even remember the name of it. Um, anyhow. But anyhow I, no, I just watch a lot of science fiction shows, and that's kind of what, what yeah. I'm into. But anyhow. Well, yeah. I am looking forward to a really great year. Is there any kind of message that you have for the student body or the people of the Ohio Valley? This podcast goes out to thousands and thousands of people. So this is your chance. Uh, I'm going to leave the final word of this segment to you, Spencer Helms. Thank you so much for being on here. Follow the guidelines. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Keep praying. um, And go Knights. All right. Thanks for being here, Spencer. Thank you, Mr. Bucar. All right. Bye-bye. I really enjoyed that uh, conversation uh, with Spencer um, for many different reasons. Um, first, it was really my first like school-wise interaction with uh, any type of student uh, for the upcoming school year. I, you know, I've talked about this before on the podcast, and I, you know, I don't mind talking about it again. It's been since March when I've really had that one-on-one interaction or the ability to really sit down with a student in a classroom uh, to talk about things that are, that are truly important. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was good for me to do that. I, I really appreciate uh, Spencer coming out uh, before football practice uh, to sit down and have that conversation because I know he, he is very busy not only on the football team but also as the uh, SGA president. Um, the other thing that I, you know, I really took, you know, from sitting down with Spencer is this, um, his overall attitude. And, you know, many times, you know, we hate to shortchange the young people, um, in our world and we want to see them grow into, um, adult, young adults who are going to be positive influences. And I can already see that, uh, developing there in Spencer. He has, um, an incredible optimistic attitude towards um, coming back to school, um, towards you know being able to uh, play football, even if it's in a limited capacity, in terms of you know the number of fans that can be there or whatever is going to be going on this season. We just don't know. Um, but even though he is extremely optimistic, he is also quite realistic. He realizes that. Um, we're kind of in a situation where it's um, we're a little bit uncertain about the future, and, and that's difficult, and that causes a lot of uh, stress for people. Um, I know that you know just this past these past couple of weeks, getting ready to come back to school. It's not only are we you know as a teacher, am I preparing for my classes, uh, but I'm also preparing, uh, kind of keeping in the back of my of my mind that. We may not be there every single day. If we should happen to go back to distance learning for a period of time or something should happen, I have to be prepared for that. And that, that is uh, 
cause for um, stress. And, you know, when we have students coming in and, you know, 15 uh, or so, 15 to 20 students coming in and out of the classroom uh, four times a day, um, yeah, we're, I'm sure I'm concerned about that. Who wouldn't be at this point? And, um, you know, we're all kind of caught up in the media explanation of, uh, the pandemic and the things that are going on. There's so much discussion on social media about, you know, what we should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing. Why can't we do this? We have to be more careful. And it's just a, a mixture of any, everything. And, you know, we're, you know, the kids are right in the middle of that. And I think the teachers are in the middle of that too, because we, we really believe we should be back in school. We want to be able to do that. Any, any teacher wants to be able to do that, but we also all want to be safe because you know as spencer you know said he has grandparents that you know he is in contact with he has his parents and you know i have my mother we all have different people in our lives that we don't want to bring home any type of or any part of the virus to anyone and so we want to make sure we're taking the precautions that we need to and i really think that you know we're doing the best that we can in this situation um you know, we don't, we're not going to it blindly. We're going, going into it with eyes wide open saying, let's make sure that we do it the right way and be very careful about it. Uh, so thoughts and prayers for all the teachers, administrators, and especially the students, um, uh, who are heading back to school next week. Uh, I know that many students around the country have probably already started either distance learning or, you know, person to person. Um, so, you know, I want to, you know, give everyone their blessings out there. Let's, let's, let's hope that it goes well. Um, also want to keep in mind, uh, the parents who are, you know, they want to see their children back to school, but they don't want anything uh, going wrong, uh, either. And, um, that's kind of the challenge of life sometimes, you know, we're heading down this road and, uh, it's an opportunity to set, you know, it's another opportunity to learn and say, you know, we don't know what the future holds. Um, we want to be optimistic, but we also need to be realistic about, you know, the direction that we're going. And I, I think I, um, I learned that from Spencer today. So I want to thank everyone for listening to, uh, the podcast. Uh, you can check out my website. Uh, I had a blog uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, at www.ajbucon.com. Uh, my book, my corner of the world is still available on, uh, Amazon. Um, and I hope that you continue um, to listen, continue to read the blogs, and I hope everyone continues to be aware of other people and the, you know, the burdens that they carry through, uh, this life and that, you know, we're not all walking the same path and that we need to remember to love one another and to be kind, uh, to one another. 